Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this episode, what I want to talk about is hip hop. More specifically, I want to talk about rap. Um, I was having a conversation the other day with um, one of my homeboys, uh, my man Eclectic. Shout out to E. And we were having a conversation, and it was about, we were talking about something about hip hop. And he mentioned, like, <laughs> when everything changed. And that made me think, like, there was a point in time, uh, he, he talked about his change as far as the shift to when he viewed rap, everything that came with rap differently than he had been before, right? And so that conversation made me think about when I shifted in rap, when rap, because rap shifted me a couple of times, right? Um, because I'm someone who goes way back with rap uh, at the time of this recording this year in the year of 2023 hip hop will turn 50 years old let me say that again hip hop will turn 50 years old it is the most popular music genre in the world yet it's probably the youngest right but it's going to turn 50 this year right so we're celebrating hip hop turning 50 well before it was hip hop it was rap right and the conversation that E and I had made me think about you know when rap shifted for me because there were a couple of rap shifts um so I've got a couple of questions here and I'm going to read to you the questions because these questions just kind of came to me. And of course, I'm going to put it in a podcast form and, you know, leave it to you guys to discuss and debate. You can a answer these questions amongst yourselves as well. Um, question number one. What song changed the way you looked at rap? For the better or for the worse? Um, well, let's just say for the better. What song changed the way that you looked at rap for the better? That's the question. I'll say it again. Question one. What song changed the way that you looked at rap for the better? Um, for me, it had to be the message. That's right. The message. Grandmaster Flash, Melly Mel and the Furious Five. That song changed everything for me because prior to that, I'd heard Sugar Hill Gang and I may have heard one or two other rappers, but there really wasn't a lot of rap back in like 1982. Right. And I was 10 years old in 1982. Um, Hip hop, you know, was bubbling. 
it had been around but it wasn't in the mainstream but i would say that that song the message changed it was a shift for me because it was a way of expressing yourself that i'd never seen nor heard before again i i heard rapper's delight right but rapper's delight to me and i don't want to dump on it but it wasn't like the same you know what i mean like it was just something it was a, it was a, it was more of a dance tune to me but hearing melly mel rap about what he saw in the bronx was so different because that was a world for, for me a kid growing up in a small town florence south carolina i never knew what that was so like everything that he was explaining in that song that you could kind of visualize i was like wow this is crazy and it would it drew me in at, at 10 years old i'll be honest um so that was where a shift was for me um question two what inspired you when it came to rap um that one's pretty easy my inspiration when it came to rap where i was like yo this is it was sucker mcs by run dmc once i heard that it was a rap. Like I, <laughs> I was hooked. There was no coming back. Like at that point, rap wasn't necessarily readily available. I mean, like you couldn't, there was no internet. So you could not go to your phone and pull it up and listen to it. You couldn't even turn it on the radio. So I heard that song, everything changed. Like I was immersed and run DMC was a group that me and all of my friends looked up to like they were like gods. They were heroes. And again, we couldn't touch them. I don't know how old run DMC was when they came out when King of rock came on and I saw the video. I was like, we were like, yo, this is out of here. Like everybody wanted to be like them. We didn't. yeah, you could have wanted to be like Joe Montana or you could have wanted to be like Larry Bird or uh, Dr. J or Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson. But Run DMC was right there. It was they were right there in front of you. Um, so, yeah, that that changed it. Um, the next shift. Question three. What artist changed the way that you looked at rap? Man, there's a lot of artists. Um, LL was one of them, but I, I'm, I'm just going to stick to one. There were there were a, quite a few for me, but for me, the one that really changed everything was Rakim, the God MC. When I heard paid in full, it was a rap. There was nothing else to do. I mean, like <laughs> it was here. It was, it was everywhere. It, it was. And I tell people all the time, and, and I've said this before in this podcast and it's worth repeating. 
at that time because hip-hop wasn't read rap was let me just call it rap rap wasn't readily available you craved it like you went to school every day and you came back home and you weren't sure if rap was going to be there when you got home because <laughs> again it wasn't on the radio it was it was strictly on the streets and i mean like i had friends who had cousins and family up north in new york and that's where we got all our music from because it was the music was i mean something could come out in june in new york and it'd be the the, the banging it'd be the biggest hit in new york city in june but it wouldn't get to south carolina till like september <laughs> we were just that far behind but again there's no internet so word of mouth and then you know transporting tapes and stuff like that down south that's how we got our music right but Rakim changed everything and then that wave of MCs that came along with Rakim in that era in the golden era of hip-hop changed everything and that's why I think like when you hear you know cats like me or eclectic you know waxing poetic about how we feel about hip-hop it's because of that it's because of that particular wave of music it's because of that particular wave of MCs like you just it's hard to put into words, but like we had to have it. Like it was something that you couldn't do without. And while I can't tell you that everybody could rhyme as dope as Rakim or Big Daddy Kane or LL or KRS-One, you couldn't come whack. In that era, you just couldn't come whack. Like you had to be dope. And I think that's the difference between what we saw then and what we saw kind of going forward was that mm, the dopeness kind of went away a little bit. And I'll touch on that in just a second. Um, so that was a shift. Um, then there was a shift for the worse. Question four. What song or artist made you want to walk away from rap um i don't know necessarily if there was a song or an artist but i remember somewhere in the early 2000s like i was a big when i was especially when i was in college in the 90s late 90s I graduated from college in 1996. One of the things that was really big in my college era was mixtapes. So we would get the DJ Clues, Ron G's, um, Kid Capri, everybody, right? And so you'd get these mixtapes. And on the mixtapes, there would be freestyles or there would be songs that you would never hear anywhere else. And what I mean by freestyle, I don't mean that something that you hear on an album later. This, this was an exclusive song from a particular artist. And that's what it was. Like that's what mixtapes were. But I distinctly remember in the early two thousands, I remember purchasing a mixtape and I can't remember who it was, but when I heard the mixtape, it wasn't dope. Like it was just dudes just rapping about whatever. And they were rapping over, you know, beats that were already out, which was cool, but it just wasn't dope. And then I distinctly remember, you know, 
Katz was talking about, man, get this right here. This mixtape right here has got these two guys on here battling. And then the battles became, they weren't really battles. Cause I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm getting this tape and it's going to be a tape of two MCs going back and forth. And what it became was two rappers just standing there, just hurling the most vile insults. And, and again, I, I don't know that if it was necessarily a song or an artist, but that particular time, that mixtape era where it was just everybody was rhyming about the same thing. How much dope you sold, how many girls you smashed. And there was no creativity with the rhymes. I mean, everything seemed to be stale, at least to me. And I found a couple of rappers and rap acts. Um, that really saved me from walking away from what I knew was rap and hip hop altogether. I mean, and one of them was, you know, uh, a group called Little Brother. Uh, another one was an artist by the name of Kanye West. Those artists gave me um, a shot in the arm, if you will, to let me know like hip hop was still there. Now, I, I, I've gone on about how I feel about Kanye now, but kanye back then that dude come on man when he first when he was when he was just first rhyming when he was making the beats and rhyming come on man like the first two or three albums his first three albums yeah those artists like that brought me back because i was slowly but surely stepping away question five what era made you want to walk away from rap there was also a shift for me because that era this particular era that i'm about to talk about definitely made me want to walk away from rap the ringtone snap era i don't even know what year it was but it was terrible uh and the song that always comes to mind is laffy taffy by d pharrell um, and that's no disrespect to D Pharrell. I mean, I'm sure that they're nice guys. I absolutely hated that song and I hated the fact that everybody played it. And I hated the fact that it became what people thought was hip hop. To me, that wasn't hip hop. It was rap and it wasn't good rap at that. And so I was like, man, is this what we doing? All right, I'm out. I'm done. I, I literally threw my hands up. I was done. I was like, yo, I, I'm not, I'm not supporting this. And I was really prepared to step away from rap as a fan, because that's not what I signed up for. That's not what hip hop was to me. Call me a purist. My boys call me, uh, <laughs> my boys call me a, a backpack rapper you know, fan or whatever like that. Yeah, I like backpack rap. I did. That was my shit in the early 2000s. I'm sorry. I mean, I like groups like Tribe. I like hip hop where you're talking about something. And even if you fast forward to today, could I listen to Griselda? Yes. I can listen to Benny the Butcher or Conway the Machine for an entire album. The thing about it is, though, that type of, and there's no disrespect to them. No knock on them. It's just I can't why I can't listen to that all day, every day. That's not gonna be something where I say, yo, put on that Griselda, yo. <laughs> I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing it. 
I mean, for better or for worse, people love love Drake. I'm not a fan of Drake. I understand why he's as popular as he is. He's pop. He's not hip hop. He's not. He raps, but he ain't hip hop, at least to me, right? And I don't knock anybody that listens to, to Drake, um, but I'm not one of them. I mean, mixtape Drake, yeah, that was that was me. I, I was on him. But after that, can't do it. Can't do it. And, you know, so I said all that to say this. In, in hip-hop and rap, there have been shifts. And I think if you have been a fan for an extended period of time, you will recognize where some of the things have shifted for you. Now, again, I'm not close-minded enough to where I say, I, I won't listen to this, I won't listen to that. If you say, hey, 12 Kyle, I have a, a young lady who can really rap. Check her out. Her name is MC blah, blah, blah. And if MC blah, 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 if you say she can rap, I'm going to check her out. I will at least give her that listen, particularly if I respect your hip hop opinion. However, if it's not good, I'm going to tell you that she's not good. <laughs> I got to keep it real with you, right? But I've gone from where I've shifted in in rap is that there was a particular time in my life where I would just listen to any and everything. If somebody came out, I'm listening. If somebody dropped something, I'm getting it. Or we downloaded it off of, you know, <laughs> illegally, what I call secondary marketing. <laughs> but yeah, I think, and I think we all go through that. Anybody that's listening or watching this on YouTube, that's a hip hop head. You've been there before where you're like, yo, I'm here for this. And then there's been other times you're like, I ain't here for this. I don't want to hear this. And that's okay. I think we have to be realistic as to where we are as fans. And honestly, there's a lot of music that comes out that I will listen to, particularly if, you know, if the timeline is jumping on, on social media about it, I'll listen to it. You know, and especially if somebody says, yo, 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 12, check this out. I will give it a spin. How many spins? That really depends. Um, I'm at a point in my life now where I really enjoy people who rap because I want to be able to listen to what you have to say. And I also want to be able to relate to you. If I can't relate to you, I'm probably not going to listen to you that much. So, you know, for the Cardi B's and Megan's and, you know, uh, Nicki Minaj's of the world. I get it. But it ain't my Steve. That ain't how I get down. I'm sorry. I mean, like, I don't, and I don't know that there's any longevity into that either. I mean, no knock on the ladies. If you want to talk about your body and what you can do for a man or what you'll do to a man, that's cool. This guy's not going to listen to all of that. 
Oh, and I can't forget about the great Flo Millie. <laughs> From Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I'm not. I'm not. It's just, that's just where I am as far as the listener is concerned. So I know what you're probably thinking. Well, what do you listen to? I mostly listen to the stuff that's already out. The stuff that I rock to. Now, don't get me wrong. If an MC comes out with something, somebody that I like and somebody that I I, I rock with, I'm going to listen. If Jay-Z comes out, I'll probably give it a spin. But I mean, I don't really think Jay-Z's rapping too good these days. But that's another story for another day, right? Um... But I mostly listen to, you know, the stuff that I came up on. I'm not all 88 all day, uh, even though 1988 is the greatest year in hip hop. I mean, I'm listening to hip hop from the 90s and early 2000s, um, but I'm very selective about what I listen to. And I think you probably should be, too, as well. I mean, the whole guns and shooting people up and stuff. I, I, I can only take that for a couple of for a little while. After that, you got to rap about something. You got to give me something. You can't just be putting 5,000 bodies in the ground and you're moving 20,000 kilos. And uh, no, nah, I, I don't want to hear that. I just not, not for an extended period of time. I'm sorry. It's just, that's not where I am. But if you, if you're being honest and you've been a fan for a while, there's going to be a rap shift with you. Why? Because you grow as a listener. And hopefully the artists that you listen to will be growing as well. Nobody wants to hear anything stale. And, and, and if we're being honest, there are a lot of rap fans who will have that shift and ultimately they will walk away because what you feed them don't taste good. And the difference between now and back then is that back then when you were whack, people would tell you that you're whack. You know, now you could be whack and people get on social media and tell you that you're great and you keep giving people the same stuff. And so we have a cycle of music that's really not that good and coming from artists that aren't that good. But we ain't ready to have that discussion just yet. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for me. Thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast podcast drops every thursday at midnight uh, from time to time we will drop bonus episodes on sundays at midnight again thank you for checking out the 12 kyle podcast i am your boy 12 kyle and i'll catch you guys next time five g's